0: I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hey, it's Oops the Podcast. It is Friday. I'm Francis julio how are you i'm doing well man how are you so thrilled so excited not um another week come and gone we're, we're nearing the end of april can you believe that it's fucking crazy
1: man I just before we get started man i want to say thank you so much to everybody who is listening to the podcast i mean i'm gonna be honest th- there's not a lot to feel great about these days you know what i mean and this feels really nice to know that you guys are here for us still like i feel like you guys are our friends and we are committed to making good episodes for you, hopefully. So I hope you there, still like there, it. Thanks for listening.
0: It's so well said. And there is an amazing connectivity that we feel to the people listening. We're getting more emails and DMs than ever before. Uh, our, our listener base seems very engaged. And we really appreciate that because we're still making um, a little bit of money through our ads and that has become very important to us uh, in this time. So uh, more importantly, we also love just talking to each other and, and hearing from you guys and, and your stories and how what we say affects you guys. So please keep contributing. It makes it feel like this is some sort of living organism. And um, spread to your friends, you know, oh, right. spread it. And uh, also please review our, and rate our episodes or our, our podcast because that helps us
1: for sure and you know the people who engage us and the people who message us and DM us and like I try to you know reply to DMs if there's something to reply to and I I recognize the people who are engaging and you know one day when this thing's fucking huge we're not gonna forget who were our riders early on you know that's so.
0: right that's right we are going to bring you with us uh, wherever we go so anyway that's awesome um G, what's happening? What's the latest? What do you got? Well, dude,
1: I know we were we were talking about this uh, a little bit yesterday, but I had my first sort of, like, confrontation in public regarding COVID-related matters. Oh, excellent. Um, yes. I assumed the tensions would be high in the grocery store and shit, um, and now everybody's forced to, you know, wear masks and stuff in, in on Long Island, so I'm doing that, which, you know, I'm, I'm abiding by all the rules. Anyway, I'm in line waiting. I was buying a baguette. Um, I'm waiting in line and I'm talking on the phone and this woman looks over to me and she goes, get back. And I said, excuse me. And I looked down and I noticed there's X's on the floor that are six feet apart. Now my right foot is on the X. It's, it's grazing the side of the X.
0: So you're in bounds.
1: I'm technically, I'm technically in the right, but my left foot is probably a foot or two over maybe a foot. foot. So I am maybe infringing upon the six feet by foot, but the woman was so aggressive that I just looked at her. And I just said, no. <laughs> and she goes, social distancing. <laughs> and I, I, do, I swear, I just go, I'm not moving. And she goes, fuck you! What? Fuck you! And dude, people from the store who work at the store start coming over to examine the situation. And they kind of look down at my foot. And now it's funny, because you can't tell if people are smiling. So when people's eyes kind of <laughs> around, smiling. So the woman at the store looks at the lady. She goes, she goes, he's on the, he's, he's. And then she just looked at me. She, she kind of apologized the person working at the store and that was it. But I was so annoyed by this dude that I, I only had a baguette. And she was buying a bunch of shit. So I left the store before her and the street that we all exit on is a one way street. Mm-hmm. So I watch, so I wait and I watch her come out the door. Yeah. I watch her get into her car. Then I get into my car, and I wait for her to pull out, and then I followed her (laughs) for, like, five miles. She's driving fast. She's trying to lose me. She knew it was
0: you? Yes. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) I didn't need to take it there. And eventually, I realized.
0: You're that guy who, who like, fucks people in cars? I guess.
1: (laughs) I guess, dude. It was is, low of me, but I did do oh, it.
0: it's, it's I here's the thing. I think it would have been funnier if you had <laughs> pulled out right in front of her and then gotten to a stop sign. And if she pulled up behind you, you should have gotten out of your car and been like, You need to stay six feet away from my car.
1: Oh, that was that is good. Fuck.
0: Yeah. Or or just like drive really slowly and not let her pass. That's much more annoying to a person. What you did is scary. (laughs) What you did is scary to people. It's threatening and scary. Yeah. But but driving in front of someone who's tailing you very slowly is the the perfect level of like petty, annoying revenge.
1: Totally. Totally. And she was trying to lose me, and I would have felt really bad if she crashed and died. So Mm. I veered off and went on my on the route I was supposed to be after that and felt that I gave her a good scare.
0: That's a solid move. I think it's important to note that you are, again, in the Hamptons, right? So the types of people that you're dealing with, you know, it, it's not just like lunatics. It's wealthy, you know, mothers who are, are used to having things their way, who've never pumped their own gas. How old was this woman?
1: She's probably pushing 70. She oh. was driving a nice car. Um, and she, yeah, she wasn't just some little old lady. I'm not a monster.
0: Um, and she started,
1: she was being really aggressive with me and not handling it right. And it was really frustrating. Uh, and I, I was petty about it for sure.
0: So, so what is the age where if you had seen that woman in the store where you would have said, she's too old for me to, to like be mean to?
1: I wasn't necessarily mean. Like I, I very carefully examined the situation before I replied that I was not moving.
0: Okay, but here here's my point, right? Like you said she wasn't some little old lady, right? Right right, right, right. At what age does a woman become a little old lady?
1: <sighs> That's a good question. <laughs> I, do, I think it's more of a question of bone density.
0: Yeah, sure. Saggy <laughs> skin, face wrinkles.
1: You know, if, how if, deep
0: it, are those crow's feet? Yeah, for right, sure. If,
1: if, it, if it appears that someone has shrunk by more than fifteen to twenty percent, yeah. then perhaps they're at the threshold where maybe I would just back down immediately.
0: I think that's fair. If they're wearing, like, Titanic recovery baubles on their wrists and <laughs> the jewelry is hanging so limp because their wrists are so thin, uh, I think you got to leave that person alone.
1: <laughs> Dude, are those bracelets a scam? Those, like, copper-charged fucking...
0: <laughs> the ones you used to wear for golf? those yes, the golf ones? bracelets. I always wondered, man, my, my PE teacher wore one, but he wasn't very good at stuff. (laughs) Oh man. He, he, I think it was all a scam, but that's fascinating, dude. I think, I think, uh, yeah, I've done, I've done shit like that. You know, where it's like, in a way you feel like a dog chasing a car. What are you going to do if she gets out of her car, stops and like comes up to your window? Are you going to, are you going to reverse? Are you going to run away?
1: I don't know. I, I thought about that. Um, but no, I'm not going to run away. I'll probably just pull down the window and try to talk to her. Maybe yeah. get slapped.
0: There's a great clip. Maybe you've seen it. Do you remember Joe Budden? Of course. Okay. So Joe Budden used to be a big time rapper. He had a hit song called Pump It Up. Pump, pump it up. Pump it up. Pump it up like you came to get a crock of a fun with a Pump up, a pang. That one. Yeah, that's it. Those are the lyrics. So, (laughs) Joe Budden, now I think he's a big-time radio or podcaster. Podcaster. Yeah. But he means business. And there was a clip of a couple teenagers kind of punking him at his house. And he lives in a very residential neighborhood. I mean, this dude does not have space. Uh, It looks like the sort of guy who blew all of his pump-it-up money um, and and now is living a little more of a (laughs) humble lifestyle. But these kids come up. (laughs) And they sort of, like, mess with him a little. And then he gets in his car and chases them for many, many blocks. (laughs) And the fear and hysteria in the kids' voices grows and grows. And then they get to a stop sign and they can't go anywhere or something. And he comes up to their car with a rock and he starts, like, tapping it pretty violently on their window. And these kids fold like a deck of cards, man. It, it, It is... It is fun to watch, you know, it's real when, when keeping it real goes wrong as the famous <laughs> show sketch.
1: It's big for his, uh, that's big for his street cred.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He said, if I see you again, I'm going to kill you. That's what he said to them. Seems <laughs> like the sort of thing where if he did kill them, he would be a prime suspect. Yeah. I don't like leaving breadcrumbs like that.
1: guys. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now.
0: So speaking of uh, music, um, I wanted to bring something up because I know you're into uh, white teenage girls that become rappers. And uh, there's a new hit single, I don't know if I should call it a hit yet, from Michaela Maroney. Do you remember Michaela Maroney?
1: I didn't, uh, but until you briefed me on it um, earlier, but now the name, of course, rings a bell. She's the gymnast and stuff. Yeah,
0: she was the brilliant vaulter on the women's uh, American gymnastics team that was so dominant. I think it was the 2000, I guess it must've been the 2016 Summer Olympics because we canceled them this summer. Uh, But anyway, she uh, became kind of a viral sensation for a number of reasons, famously having that very pouty, memeable face when she was kind of like, I don't like that. Mm." I I think they'd gotten silver medals and something. And then she now posts kind of like salacious thirst traps on her Instagram and uh, does all kinds of TikTok bullshit. But she's also an aspiring musician. And she just released a song called COVID Quarantine. And can we play just a second of that? Because I want to hear your take on this. You like that? <laughs> yeah, dude. All right. I don't. I don't get
1: how that is worse than "Bored in the House." Bored. It's the same shit. It's good. It sounds good. Who's "Bored in
0: the House"? Bored? Tyga. T Y G A. Yeah.
1: Does that stand for something? That's a very good question, and it could. A rap acronym.
0: Yeah. Ooh, nice. Um, so here's my question: um, Does this girl have any talent whatsoever? Because you've told me that BOD Bobby bad Bobby is is actually pretty good
1: I mean dude listen she has the best it seems like she has all the best people in the industry working with her she obviously has label behind her so she's putting out you know stuff that maybe sounds similar to other stuff but it's stuff that I fucking like the stuff it sounds similar to so at the very least it sounds all right you know what I mean she's executing it apparently regardless of how big her team is and how good her features are so I give her that you know yeah, and I find her very entertaining. She has kept it real from moment one, where she was on mm-hmm. Doctor Phil.
0: She got in trouble recently because people were saying that she was what, what? did they call it? Like, turn trying to trying to make it seem like she was black. Oh, she cultural some,
1: appropriation.
0: Well, sure, but there there was even like a a more on the nose term of like blackwashing, or I don't even oh. know what it was called. <laughs> it was it was crazy, and the, it, you know clearly the girl kind of identifies as African American. Uh I think dude does she though? I think so. I think she's like I think she's like a Rachel Dolezal school of thought kind of, you know.
1: Right.
0: Probably probably wants more than anything for a group of black friends to give her license to use the N word. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) that would be Christmas morning to her. Right, Right, right. But so Okay, Mikaela Maroney, right? Her song has lots of auto-tune. Yeah. This kind of like rap slash singing pretty simple thing. We've heard so many offspring of this. I've heard so many kids trying to emulate this sound. It's almost got like shades of Ariana Grande, except that Ariana Grande is a very, very good musician. She's a really brilliant singer. So I don't know where this came from. Why are there so many kids trying to make this type of music now?
1: Um,
0: f- f- why not? Well, here's my theory. I think this music is so easy to make that these kids feel like it's more accessible.
1: Right, that could be true. I mean, there's a lot of little tricks. I mean, everybody knows how bad most rap concerts are. I'm a huge fan of the genre, and you know, hip hop concerts are notoriously very unimpressive. It's just the 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 artist flailing around on stage, rapping every fifth word over the track that's playing in the background, and throwing water on the crowd. And that's like pretty much it.
0: But I think concerts versus like a recorded song, you know, you can't hide as much in a recorded 100%. song.
1: Absolutely. Unless and, you're like the top of the genre,
0: right? And I watched the I watched the the great uh, Dr. Dre documentary, whatever that one was called, with Eminem, and it was sort of like the five part documentary about you know him and Jimmy Iovine. Oh, right. people that?
1: Who, who went against the grain or whatever. Yeah,
0: what was that called? The Defiant Ones. The Defiant Ones. And you realize that Dr. Dre is t- truly a virtuoso when it comes to mixing music. Creating beats, understanding sound levels, I mean that guy is so in tune he 's in tune with a soundboard the way that a pilot is in tune with an a, a plane, and that to me is talent and and education, and then there 's this easy accessibility with these kind of canny beats that these teenagers are using, and auto tuning to make it sound that, that it's really like, it's all the same. It all sounds the same to me. And I know older people have been saying that for years that it all sounds the same, but what's your response to that?
1: My response to that is whatever, you know what I mean? It doesn't sound exactly the same, you know, that's what what waves are, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. the artists who can survive the different waves are the artists who end up. So like a wave, for example, like the new wave now is like this Brooklyn, this like New York drill music. Right. So when Drake drops his new album, he's going to have like heavily it's going to be heavily influenced by that potentially. He's already leaked a couple snippets of the tracks. So like every time that wave happens, you'll notice that Drake has like a song with that new artist like on his track. You know what I mean? So like that wave represents the music that everybody's making. So it just kind of like represents the time. You know what I mean? She's messing around making a little song. I think it sounds all right. You know, it's not the best song I've ever heard, but I don't think it's bad. You know what and, the and problem is? Whether or not she has talent, who, who fucking cares if she has talent, dude?
0: You're right. You're right. You're right. I, I sound like an old man yelling at clouds right now. And I, I realized that halfway <laughs> through your explanation. The, the problem is with somebody like Michaela Maroney, who is a public figure, you know, we hold them to a higher standard based on what they put out, whether it's music or anything. But this girl was really good at gymnastics. Right, right. Why are we expecting her all of a sudden to be a very good musician? If she's putting this stuff out, good for her. Who cares? I don't know why I'm mad about this. Well,
1: f- by the way, side note: TIGA stands for Thank You God Always. Chris has told us.
0: Oh, good call on that, bro. I thought it was like Take Your Girl Any Day or something.
1: <laughs> Take Your Girl Away.
0: Thank You God Always is a very uh, well. That's a very <laughs> pious acronym. Good <laughs> well, for dude, TIGA. So
1: I was. Uh, thinking about what you're saying the other day and i think that you know we have so much access now you know like before we had to if you wanted to make music you had to go to a studio and you had to you know now there's so much technology that allows you to do all this shit you can decide to do other shit you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like uh if she wants to make music go for it it doesn't mean it has to be good doesn't mean we have to like it we don't have to listen to it you know maybe she'll make this one song she won't make more songs maybe she will make more songs but people have to listen to the songs still for them for it to be popular you know what i mean yeah I, mean, I know you i know you're realizing all this as i'm as i had before we even start talking about it but it's like,
0: been a good wake-up call for me this whole you know what i mean like,
1: yeah. like like you can now decide to, to to pivot and people do it and people have been doing it i i feel like much more than they used to maybe or maybe i just wasn't around i didn't notice but it's much easier for people to kind of do multifaceted things now as opposed to like paul mccartney was in the beatles that was it before you know Mm -hmm. like he couldn't be paul mccartney the yoga instructor but now that there's face uh, youtube and fucking instagram like you can just choose to do that too you know i don't know
0: right yeah people it's it's what hannah talked about when she did our show about how there's you know you have access you have the ability to kind of control your own brand more oh speaking of hannah burner by the way um There are only two episodes of Summer House left, and I asked her if your episode that you were supposed to be featured in, oh God, the dogs. (laughs) Hold on a second. Dad, mom, can you let the dog out?
1: Just just bear with me. All right, guys, stay tuned here because I think we might see Francis snap.
0: And this would be big.
1: I just want to hear him be like, shut that fucking dog up. Oh God. (sighs) All
0: right. You, You held it together they just they just they just can't handle themselves all right so i asked Hannah if your episode that you're supposed to be featured in of summer house was about was still to come and she said unfortunately horrible breaking news here on oops uh, the podcast julio you have been cut from
1: the show <laughs> what Listen, the man, hell it's not the first time and it won't be the last time <laughs> classic
0: oh i'm sorry years. but i, I I was really looking forward to seeing you on there.
1: Ah, oh, dude, that would have been fun, man. But I mean, it's all right. We'll get you
0: showing time. up in your G wagon and turning heads and, and uh, <laughs> never happened. Pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, anyway. So okay, I, I guess it, it it does bring up a good question, which is for Olympic athletes. The Olympics are such an, a weird sporting thing in that first of all, it's every four years, right? So most Olympic athletes get like one maybe two cracks at their thing and secondly it can't really define you for life the way that an NBA player or a football player can kind of harness what they did on the field and let that continue to you know create work for them so you have to wonder how many Olympic athletes even like gold medalists are now you know, running arts and crafts stores in kitschy towns in America. What are they doing? Like, what is Michaela Maroney going to do at 30? Is she's so, still going to be making music? What do you got?
1: Right, right. So that's a great question. I think, and dude, that's the thing. Like, unless you're in a sport that has like a big professional league already. right? Yes. Unless mm-hmm. that exists. You, unless you're supposed to win a medal or you end up winning a medal, you have no opportunities really to earn. So mo- almost all these athletes have jobs, like normal ass jobs. Right. So like, I don't, I don't know. But uh, as far as a person like her goes, you, I think a lot of the gymnast people stay in the, like, in the world.
0: They, like, coach, they coach, they do camps. Right. It's like cheerleading, yeah. Right. So yeah. let me ask
1: you a question about uh, the Olympics though, because I don't know if you do this, but do you ever get involved in like Olympic math you're like, you're like oh, well, Atlanta was in 96, so that means Nag- it was Nagano in 98? Like, you start, like, trying to figure it out based on the four years. Is this going to throw off the Olympic math?
0: Oh, it's a great question. Now that
1: we have to do it in 2021.
0: So, well, the question will be, if we do it in 2021, are they going to wait three or four years after that for the next one?
1: That's, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess they'll probably stay on the schedule, right?
0: Yeah. Here's the issue, right? I like the fact that the Olympics are on even years. And it also, then you've got the World Cup, which is also every four years. And so I think they stagger those because the World Cup is also on even years. So I think it's like years of... How is that even possible? It's the same year as the, as the Winter Olympics? I think so, because the World Cup happens in the summer. Right. That makes I'm sense. I'm not 100% sure about that. But then you've got the Women's World Cup, and the Women's World Cup happens on odd years. It's really built up, too. It has. So if we could throw one more, I think we need one or two more events world sporting events that occur every four years in order to make sure that every year we have something big like that to look forward to
1: totally i like that plan dude yeah um i was thinking about the winter olympics Mm. (laughs) um and isn't it funny how it's a very specific like the cities tend to be kind of fucking random because you need a mountain yeah (laughs) You know, like you can't do the winter olympics without a mountain so a lot of the time, it's like these random cities that get it.
0: I, I know. And I, they have the weirdest names, too. Yeah. Because they're in Russia, Denmark. Yeah. Like places that – dude, the Winter Olympics is, is the biggest sporting event that stands to be threatened by global warming. I mean, it is entirely well, possible that within our lifetime, we will no longer have naturally occurring right. snow events.
1: It's fucked up to think about dude yeah but bro listen to these cities like i haven't even heard of half of them like pyeongchang i honestly hadn't heard of before mm, oh,
0: that's racist that's it got
1: no pyeongchang the name of the
0: place yeah it's in korea
1: right yeah sochi i had heard of but i don't think before that but then do these old ones like Lillehammer. No, I don't, i've never i've never heard in,
0: of that it's in norway i think or Denmark. yeah it's norway I right
1: think, yeah you, albertville
0: is that canada
1: I, I i don't know i'm just seeing the name of the cities i'm seeing where they are uh then a couple of these look familiar Innsbruck
0: Innsbruck's in Switzerland
1: you're pretty good Austria Austria do you attribute to this this to your general knowledge of geography or to your I think I've also I'm
0: also a skier so like I you know I've always been keen to like travel and ski and stuff
1: gotcha 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 well dude fucking good for you it's impressive
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, just totally stuffed you in a locker with your whole like. Well, who knows these mountains? Guess who? This guy. This guy does. <laughs> Read a little. Read a little, Jew. Shut up, bitch. My, <laughs> my my migrant parents didn't take yeah. me skiing. Why don't you chase another old lady to a ski mountain, huh? <laughs> That'll teach you to see the world. Chase her down the mountain, dude. Dude, I have to. I forgot to follow up. So I had a, sh- a situation at a grocery store. It wasn't It wasn't a conflict, but it it, it should have been. Um. <laughs> I went to Whole Foods on Tuesday, I was wearing my mask, pretty much everybody was wearing a mask, and they, they were, they're they're very good, you know, they've, they've got a really good system where they, they, they don't, they only let a certain number of people into the store, so there was a line of about eight or nine people outside the store waiting to go in, but it moves quickly, I was only in line for about five minutes, and everyone's, you know, six feet apart, and people are respectful, everyone gets it, um, but once I got into the store, there was a... The, in the meat section, I was looking to get some uh, free-range, organic, air-chilled, uh, all-natural Bell & Evans chicken breasts. And they were in a refrigerated, like, locker kind of, or whatever, a case. There was a girl in front of me who was in, in the, the case, basically. No mask, no gloves. She was taking down packages of the chicken breasts, looking like under them to make sure that, to see what their expiration dates were. Right. And she was looking for ones that had the the late, like the farthest expiration date from today. Gotcha. Because sometimes that'll happen. You'll have like a stock boy come in and replenish the chicken and the ones from yesterday are still there. And then the ones that he puts in today will have an expiration date that's a day later. So technically the ones from today are fresher. And the only way to tell is based on the expiration date. I'm not kidding you though. She picked up and put back 15 boxes of chicken. Oh God. And I'm watching her do this knowing that I'm getting the same thing. And then I'm going to have to then pick up and bring home a, a chicken thing that she's grubbed her paws all over Yeah, and and she had fake gold hair like mm. orangey gold and i don't want to say this but i'm going to say it she was asian okay you ever see asian people with that like fake kind of golden hair yeah
1: let me also clarify that i've seen all people with the fake golden hair but i know sure. the look you're talking about
0: yeah it drove me, I, I wanted to fucking scream at this lady. <laughs> she was masturbating all these boxes of chicken right in front of me. That's really fucking annoying, man.
1: That would have pissed me off too.
0: It was the one thing I saw where I remembered like, oh yeah, when we back, you know, three months ago when you would go to the produce section or whatever, you, you would pick up all the avocados to find the right firmness. Right, right most people know not to do that now you gotta it's eyeball test you touch it you're taking it home right 100
1: percent, man that
0: is she was crossing the line and being oblivious to old ways of shopping for food and i i it just it made me really mad you should have locked her in there (sighs) in the walk-in freezer i didn't want to get in trouble
1: that sucks man nobody else was
0: bothered by it too there was another guy waiting behind me to go into the case and it just i don't know i wanted to look at him like be like (sighs) (laughs) can you believe this dude
1: by the way i've never heard someone use so many adjectives to describe the chicken they were going to get would you say air chilled
0: yes what does that mean I don't know what air chilled means. I think it's they blow cold air on it to chill it. Instead of, would be my guess. Which but, is
1: better than the ice?
0: I don't know. I just, just know that I, know, I think yeah. those are. I think that's the the best way. Gotcha. Air chilled, free range means the chickens can run out and about and right. you know have playdates and forage and uh, <laughs> make plants, make, make woodland friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, organic means that no. Pesticides have been used in their feed, I think, like no chemical. You know, they're eating like straight overnight oats for breakfast. They probably have a similar diet to me. To but, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're eating like grubs and earthworms that have not been sprayed. You know, the ground hasn't been sprayed. Free range, organic, all natural, air chilled. Bell and Evans is just the brand. The brand. I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty good. So, Anyway, dude, um, we got an email to go over?
1: Oh, yeah, we do, actually.
0: Let me Let's that check out. that out.
1: Um, this is from one of our most active listeners as well. Fantastic. Okay. This it. is from Madison, uh, and the email is called Dating in Quarantine. Um, Just for the
0: record, I love the name Madison for I do too. a woman. I, I, every Madison I've ever met has been attractive.
1: It's a great name. Yeah. Good job, parents of Madison.
0: Um, Same is true with the, with the name Alexa. By the way, I've never met an unattractive Alexa.
1: And that name and and that may remain forever because I don't think anyone's going to name their kid Alexa anymore after the fucking uh, Amazon. Good point. Echo.
0: It's too um, much of a yeah. Too too much of a, confusion.
1: Okay, so Madison is tuning in from Silicon Valley in quarantine, and she goes, "I've been on three really great Zoom dates with a complete stranger from Hinge. We talk, play games, drink, etc. for an hour or so, and then go our separate ways." Um, texting here and there throughout the week. So far, I really like this guy. He's alluded to hanging out once this is all over, but I'm wondering how long this can exist in Zoom land for before it starts to feel like people who meet on 90, 90 Day Fiance. She goes, with no rules in quarantine, I'm curious if there should be some sort of protocol in place for dating now that we're unsure of when we'll be face to face. I used to dread having to make plans and actually meeting up with a guy from a dating app. And now that's all I want to do. Any wisdom would be appreciated. It's a great question.
0: It's great. It is a great question. And all right. So, so I think the first thought I have is there is promise that there will be the antibody testing will be pretty available somewhat soon. And that will show whether or not people have got antibodies and are, you know, not susceptible or not as susceptible to getting it again or at all. And if those tests come through, there's no reason for me to believe that a couple like this couldn't each get their antibody test, show each other, you know, look, I'm all set on their Zoom, and then agree to meet up at a park halfway in the middle of the two of them for an actual physical date. But the question is, how do you move it from there to like the bedroom? Do you know what I mean? Because
1: Very you can't—you
0: can't book a hotel because that'll se- seem presumptuous.
1: Why don't you just go to your own house? Are you saying like they're?
0: Oh yeah, you could do that. Maybe do
1: too that. far away from each other. Yeah, I, the Zoom thing implies, but I think Hinge is done within proximity, right?
0: Oh, yeah, okay, so that's right. They met on hinge, yeah, all right, so 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 they're presumably very close together. I figured they were in like different states or something right right so they they'll meet up, yeah, I guess they just they just go hang out and watch a movie together or something, and then right. and then next thing now, now you've got somebody who has whatever you've got, and you're just in it together
1: right, right.
0: I think that's fine dude i I think that's fine. I think if you get the antibody tests or if you just you want it you want to believe that you can trust people like if if he's been in quarantine for over 2 or 3 weeks or whatever and she's been the same way then at a certain point as long as they haven't been in contact they're willing to risk it is it really that much different from like having unsafe sex with somebody
1: right no you're right for sure it's it's definitely similar and which is we it's odd to think about it like that but you're right in like a non-sexual way it's the same as having sex with
0: a condom yeah the but problem like, is like, the stigma it. you know what i mean this this is the big problem is that there is so much anger at people who violate social distancing protocols so if this couple were found out to have left their house even if it's just the two of them hanging out i mean i just feel like it, it, people would be mad at them. And that, that prevents people, you know? Maybe from not, doing because, it. dude,
1: it's so easy to be like, he's been quarantining for two weeks. And then they'll be like, okay.
0: Yeah, whatever. I think if it's just two people and they're not going out into a big public place or whatever, it should be fine.
1: I think you need to be careful with the momentum because... It's one of those things where if you talk to somebody too much, you, like, think you really, really like them, and then you meet in person, and you realize maybe you don't for whatever reason. Yeah,
0: I mean, he might not have legs. (laughs) Like, this dude might have, like, hooves. He could be a centaur, and you wouldn't know. You know what I mean? Like, you could fall in love with someone from their chest up,
1: only to learn
0: that they've got, like, a fupa, and... You know, there's so much you can hide. Webbed feet. Right. I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot that you can hide. I mean, listen, this is a good point, though. Like, I know you're joking, but it's very true, man. Like, it. There's a point where, like, you talk to somebody too much, and then people start getting their expectations up, and then when it doesn't work out, it's much more painful than it needs to be. But there's also the risk of like doing some wild like violation of quarantine and just like having some crazy romance that then just quickly fizzles out so you know you want to kind of stay in the middle somewhere
0: yeah yeah I agree there's a lot there's a lot at risk of of, of, that it's like never meet your heroes never meet the person that you fell in love with on zoom you know I'm telling (laughs) you like that dude he's gonna come out and he's gonna be four foot eight
1: you with know, tail. He's been
0: sitting on phone books this whole time, <laughs> and <laughs> you're gonna meet him, and he's got he's got foot fungi and webbed feet and gangrene and maybe some swastika tattoos on his thighs. I don't know what it would be, but can you <laughs> imagine? yeah.
1: Friend of a friend, hopefully.
0: Well, should we call it there? I feel like that's pretty good.
1: It is pretty good. I have one more question for you. Bring it on. Tell me what you think about this. I was thinking about this the other day because I tend to think about these things. Um, But uh, this is a a hypothetical for you. Mm. You will be given $10 million today. But the deal is, if you make it to 80 years old, on your 80th birthday, you have to stand in the middle of train tracks and get hit by a train and that's how you die. If you make it to 80, your certain end... Is it eighty getting hit by a train if you make it that far?
0: <sighs> dude I, for me it's it's a it's a yes I'll take the money and and the reason is I don't know statistically what the odds are of living past eighty, but I think that whatever years I would have beyond that, unfortunately, the likelihood of them being kind of clear-minded happy years are less it's the value there is less than the value of having 10 million dollars right now
1: right right i understand it's troubling for me though just knowing that knowing about your fate in that way is very troubling
0: there are all kinds of like chinese fables about this really yeah all kinds of uh, myths that are supposed to, that are full of morals and lessons.
1: Right. And that's the other thing, man. 10 million is an amount that you could theoretically, like it's not absolutely insane to assume that you could make that much money without having to make this train death deal.
0: Yeah, but but to get it right now, I mean, dude, I just think I I care a lot more about living a great life now than I do from the age of 80 to... 92 right Right. you know what are you going to do from 80 to 92 when you're 80 to 92 you're not going to be able to enjoy what you would theoretically be able to buy with that money if you had it by then right uh as much as you could now right what do 80 to 90 year olds enjoy
1: their families their grandchildren if they have them
0: all right so you're okay you could buy Stuff for your grandkids with that money if if you had it.
1: And you're wise, bro. You know, it's nice to be... People forget. When you get older, you learn more shit. It's like great.
0: It's nice to know stuff. Yeah. Or your brain f- fucking erodes and you have no idea who anyone is and people are <laughs> spooning applesauce off the corners of your mouth and putting it back into your mouth.
1: True. Also, know. yeah, and I guess... There's something to me that seems really haunting about like being seventy and knowing that in ten years I'm getting hit by a train if I make it that far. It would just be really sad and depressing. So I don't know. It's tough, but I think I would likely I would honestly I would say no, I think. Really? I don't know, man. That you're right. A, you're it's, so right.
0: It's a pretty easy one for me to, to to say yes. And and part of that is that I, I have, I don't even know if I want to live past eighty. Right. You know? Right. I haven't decided yet if like I want to be that guy
1: right well i think this is a good tell us you know guys what you think about this i think this is uh i don't know if i'm completely missing the mark and if this is a no-brainer that francis francis's opinion is prevails but it's something that i found interesting
0: hell yeah hey happy friday everyone have a great weekend get outside it's supposed to be somewhat nicer this weekend
1: enjoy yourselves
0: yeah um, this is oops the podcast send us your oopses and your stories about quarantine everything dating whatever it is to uh oops the podcast at gmail.com or you can dm them to our instagram account oops the podcast i'm francis ellis he's julio Gallarati. thank you so much and we'll see you next week
1: see you later guys